all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We are here. It is after the Warriors blowout over the Pelicans, 130 to 102, behind Wardell Stephen Curry's 42 points. Where's it, Stephen Wardell Curry? I be forgetting the order sometimes. It don't matter. Um, <laughs> they won. 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 Hey! <laughs> Three in a row. Like the MVP. He's looking like the MVP, Justin. Unprecedented waters right here. MVP number three at age. Don't matter what the age is. Actually. He gonna turn 36 in March? Yeah. He getting the MVP at 36, baby. All right, confession time, y'all, before we get into it. Confession time. <laughs> Justin, tell them what I called CP3. <laughs> While we were it, off it, the recording waves. Was it baby? Was it a term of endearment? wasn't saying like baby you know okay like whatever not like that but I'm just you know I was saying that sometimes I feel like Christopher Paul um sometimes he passes up shots too much you know and I and I appreciate that because he's trying to get everyone involved but like his mid-range is money and sometimes he has it and I don't want him passing the pods or anyone for no three take it you know, so I was like, you got to take that, baby. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I mean, what am I going to do? He's on our squad. I got to embrace him. Yeah. Term of endearment, though, is just, you know. Everything feels great when you win in <laughs> dominating. I mean, he's excelled in his role. He's he's overqualified for his role, which is part of the reason why I'm so high on the Warriors this season. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of players who are overqualified for their role. So yeah, he's been killing it. Don't um, I lost my thought, but it doesn't matter. You're right. He's overqualified. He's bought in. He's coming off the bench. The bench, the second unit, they're just looking lovely, Justin, lovely. I mean, I almost enjoy watching them as much as I enjoy watching Stefan, you know? Oh, I know what I was going to say. And it's a blowout tonight. Don't get it twisted. This is a very good Pelicans team, despite them missing um, Brandon Ingram, because we were missing Clay Thompson, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. Yeah, I said. And Draymond is still rusty. He's still rusty. Yeah. So the neither team was at full strength. Right. Very yeah. good Pelicans team. This is a solid win on the road. Second night of a back to back. A blowout. Right. A blowout. That's that's what makes it so impressive. Um, like I said before, it's not that... just a blowout because of Steph. Even though Steph went off, and we'll get to him, but right. the second unit, the second unit it's incredible and we have so many of them to touch on tonight mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, if you go by plus minus, the plus minus Kings again, Chris Paul set plus 17, Gary Payton the second, plus 17, Moses Moody, plus 18. He started tonight, though. He did start. Looney also started. He's plus 19. Brandon Pajemski, plus 15. I think Corey Joseph has lost his role in this rotation to the extent that. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, we already knew that was going to happen. Once he <laughs> once he did what he did against the Suns, we already knew that whenever the opportunity came for that third guard to play, it was going to be Pods. And Pods got 23 minutes tonight. Corey Joseph played five. <laughs> and Pods. And he played garbage time minutes. Pods and he gar- and exactly. And he played garbage. Pods actually played in the real game. Yeah. And, I mean, he did what he does. He somehow grabbed eight rebounds. Um. Not really sure how he did that, but that he did it in college. He, it translates oh, to the NBA. God, I'm so happy. His first bucket was nasty, too. He dropped Jordan Hawkins for the lay. He's a good player. He's a good player. And it's the fact that he can't even really crack the rotation because they have so many other good players just proves how deep this team is because he can go to a bunch of other teams and be playing like 20 minutes a game and be decent. Like He's better than Kyra Lewis, who's pretty much the – the backup guard for um for the Pelicans. Uh, okay, so. let's start with the role guys tonight because I yeah. see that's what we're talking about. So, Pause did his thing. He did his thing. Did his thing. Trace, my <laughs> son. <laughs> Trace Hooper, but our son. We said we would share him. Our because <laughs> Moody is yours and Kaminga's mine. And Kaminga's been played tonight. Um, Kaminga didn't play, and I wasn't worried about it coming into the game. Right, Clay Thompson was going to be out, and I was not stressed about that coming into the game. I felt that the Warriors still had a very good chance of winning. Yep. And, I mean, their floor, we already knew, their floor is going to be extremely high just because they have 48 minutes of – the best point guard play in the league in the league right like whether chris paul is starting or coming off the bench or he's on another team or something he's still one of the better point guards in the league like whether you consider him a top 15 point guard or whatever the case may be i think he's on the top end of that 15 so if you have the very best player in the league who happens to be a point guard and then you have one of the other better point guards in the league on your team you're going to get good shots the entire game you're going to get great offense the entire game like, and then on the other end, Draymond is playing, Gary's playing, Looney's playing, Wiggins playing. That's four elite defenders right there. Moody's turning into an elite defender. You're going to have elite defense for the entire game. <laughs> like, I just tweeted, the Warriors have only given up 30 points in a quarter three times out of the 16 quarters they've played in the regular season so far. And they've played the Kings, who have one of the best offenses, the Suns, one of the best offenses. You know what I'm saying? Pelicans got Zion, who's unstoppable. Like, they are playing great defense against some good offenses, and I think it's going to sustain them throughout the entire season. Hmm. Where do I begin? I'm just so happy. Um, We were talking about Trace. Let's look at Trace's stat line real quick. (laughs) Why don't you just tell me what it is? Read it to me, please, Justin. 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. 13 points in 20 minutes. Nine rebounds, seven of those rebounds, 
Seven of those rebounds are offensive rebounds. Four blocks in 20 minutes, plus 11. Hooper. Hooper, little subtle things he does, you can just see he knows how to play basketball. You know what I mean? You got to get him to stop jumping, and he's good money. I mean, when you get four blocks. But, yeah, that's just little things that he got to learn. He hit three out of his four free throws, so he has enough touch to hit his free throws. Great player. You know, like, he's he's chasing after Dario for some of those minutes. They played nearly equal minutes today. Um, both of them play well, but it's hard to keep Trace off the court because he just knows how to do certain things, and he brings a different dynamic to the team. CP already was trying to throw him some lobs that he wasn't really ready for. Yeah. They, they build that chemistry. He can be a legit role lob big threat. for them. Yeah, lob threat. So. Good things, good things. Woo! Ah, it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. Um, and you're right. I'm not even thinking about Dario because I'm so excited about our rookies and our other guys. Um, we already talked about pods. Um, Gary Payton the second. We have to give him some props because shot is back now. The deflections, the energy, the blocks, the I mean, this this. Gary Payton the second. What else can you say? The man is healthy and he is wreaking havoc. The absolute best player in the league at what he does. And it's just, I don't even know how to describe what he does. Like, you just did a great job of describing it, wreaking havoc. He's just involved <laughs> in every play somehow doing something that just creates an advantage for the Warriors. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about the dude. Like, Guards well, finishes around the rim. You know, he's hitting three. He's hitting one out of every three threes. Like we pretty much best case scenario for him is to shoot about 33% on threes, make teams pay. They're never going to guard him out there, but at least you can hit one out of three. Then we can live with that because that's a point per possession. But um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how we, I mean, we're, we're kind of like, being reminded about how good he was because we didn't have him last season, obviously. Right. So in a way, we kind of like just forgot. Well, at least I speak for myself. And I mean, we just kind of like forgot how to how he looks healthy on a game to game basis. Game changer. Game changer. He's just uh, unreal. Now, of the starters, and that included Moses Moody tonight, I was very happy to see Steve Kerr go with Moody at the start and let Chris Ball continue to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. See? Let it be known for the record that I gave Steve Kerr some props. A Chris Paul baby and, a, and Steve Kerr props in the same. <laughs> the Warriors must be good again. The Warriors must be good. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, I was so happy to see it. And we were just talking about this the other night. Hamoudi might get some starts when Clay is out. Mm-hmm. And I feel comfortable now. I feel comfortable with them resting Clay on the second night of a back-to-back. And I think that they should. Like, everything. And I, I get it that he did more this offseason to get in shape. But at the end of the day, I think... I think the numbers are going to still bear out that like when he has more time in between to recover, he's going to be better. So 
like it's not ideal I get it in terms of maybe he wants to play and blah 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 but I sort of like them resting him on the second night of a back-to-back yeah I mean I think unless just... it's like a bit and I don't even think they're doing like big tv games on the second night of the back-to-back and they're trying to like avoid that so unless it's like you know you got Denver the next day or like just the Bucks, like one of those teams yeah, I mean, I think they should just listen to his body, really. If he has knee soreness, because he, I mean, obviously, towards ACL, then you just need to sit him. There's no pressure for him to play. Yeah. Against uh, teams like this, like like I said, the Pelicans are a good team, but they were missing a few players, and the Warriors have enough depth that they can fill in the gap for him. You know, so this is, and this was a part of the vision. Right. Like, don't you don't have to push these guys so hard in the regular season. So by the time the playoffs come around, when it is time for them to play all the minutes that they need to play, they're going to have the legs to do it. They're going to have the rhythm to do it. So saying I think it's a good plan for Clay because we saw him flame out last year in the playoffs. So, yeah, bro, we go. How deep? Okay. We know who the first, the starting five is, and Chris Paul, six, okay? So we have Gary Payton, the second. We have Moses Moody, um, so seven, eight. We have JK, nine. We have Dario, 10. We have Trace, 11. And we have Pods, 12. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Trace and Pods are, when everybody's healthy, obviously, yeah, playing but JK I mean, get those minutes, but yeah, you have 12. We literally have 12 players. guys we can go. For sure. I would even, I would throw Corey in there. I think Corey right. can play. He, just, he can't play next to, right. other, you know. Yeah, I think everybody on their roster can play and give positive minutes. And even Lester, depending on who you playing, can come in and actually make a decent impact, you know, as a scorer, if you need it. So they really like 13-ish deep regular season-wise. Two, two ways. It's Lester and who? Lester, Jerome Robinson, and Usman Garuba. They allowed to have three now? Yeah. That's like a new thing. They got three. The other two Which are is in another, the G League? Huh? The other two are in the G League? No, nah, they just there. They just there in street clothes. <laughs> I don't know if the G League, I don't think the G League has started yet. G League season has started yet. Okay. So, so um, 12 deep. Legit 12, too. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But Moses Moody, back to your boy. Back to Moses. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk him <laughs> up. Talk him up. <laughs> I mean, he a good player. Like, he hit shots. He was worrying me a little bit because he was one for something, like one for six last game. Then he started out, I think he missed his first three threes this game, but he ended up two for five, which is 40%. Um, just knows where to be, screening, cutting, finishing around the rim, defensively making plays. So um, just good player, like super solid. I think he was what, yeah, second in the starters and scoring 13 points. Did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. I'd be forgetting Chris Paul is not a starter. Like, I just kind of overlook him, but he did his thing tonight, too. He did. He beat, I mean, he somehow got six rebounds himself. 13, 6, 5, two steals, control the game, doesn't take bad shots ever. You know, always gets a good shot. 
like the smartest guy on the court whenever he's out there, especially against bench units. Like he's going to dis- absolutely destroy benches like all year. Yeah. You know, I mean, somebody asked today, like, is he the best, essentially, is he the best backup point guard of all time? He probably is. Like, I can't think of one that's better, you know, that's like a legit point guard. Now you can say there's some bench players, you know, Manu in his prime is probably better than current Chris Paul, but current Chris Paul, as far as like playing the point guard position, I don't think there's a a backup point guard that's better than he is right now. I love it when a plan comes together. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. So Draymond is still looking a little rusty. That's fine. We give him some time to to not be rusty. But my my guy, my baby, Andrew Wiggins, the the real person who's my baby on the team. Um, And I don't know, for some reason, like, yes, last game was the game people decided they want to come for Andrew Wiggins. I don't know why. Three games in. We're three games into the – four games now. But still, it's like, Mm. you know, so – like Andrew Wiggins and not being like a big time rebounder isn't a new thing. Like I'm not saying it's okay, but it's not a new thing. Clay's the same way. <laughs> so to me, the whole like, especially in a game that they won, I just didn't get like all the uproar. Um, at least in my opinion, in the last two games, I have seen Andrew being aggressive and attacking and and trying to like, you know, assert himself. The shots are not falling, but I've seen him do it. But in this game, his mid-range, not the three, but his mid-range started to fall um, in the second half. And that's good. I think that gives him something to build on going into the next game. Yeah, he's he's trending up. Um, The thing about Andrew is like when he has a ball on the perimeter and like the play is kind of dissolved into nothing, he can kind of get into some problems because he doesn't have the best handle. So he got stripped a few times, but when the game is simple for him, like he can make a two dribble move and just shoot from wherever he is. Um, then that's where you see like the best version of him. And he's starting to actually hit those shots, like a one dribble pull up midi. Um, he had a one post up, you know, drop step layup over CJ. Uh, yeah. I thought on ball, his activity was there. You know, he got lost off ball a few times, but, He's he's getting back into it. He's getting back into it. Like I think he's earned the grace of the fan base. I mean, at least he should have. No, he like they've won have. a championship. They're not yeah. giving it to him, but he, yes. Right. I mean, it's it's all fair game to, you know, assess a player's game and say he need to play better, but all this like he's not gonna be on the team past the trade deadline and all of this crazy stuff. Like, let my man play at least ten games of regular season basketball. I mean, even if he even more than 10 games, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's shown he's a championship-level player. Shown. He's shown he's done it in the playoffs. Shown. Before. And not just shown it and done it and been vital, but was, like, our second most important player in a final series. Like, I need people he to He showed up big, yeah. I mean, he went up against all the top players that they saw and did his job there. And he was good last playoffs. I mean, like, he wasn't. Until he broke his rib. Until he broke his rib. He was good last playoffs. I mean, like, if you're looking for Andrew to go out there and score you 20 a game efficiently and stuff like that, like, that's just not what his role on his team is. His role is to defend the other team's best wing or perimeter player. And he's been doing that at a decent level so far. Um, Is he peaking right now? 
no. And I don't really want him to be peaking right now. Like, <laughs> I want him to be playing his best basketball, you know, for a stretch of the season. But really, he needs to be ready for the playoffs. That's all we worry about right now. And like we said, we have the depth on this team to where these guys don't have to be playing their absolute best for them to win games over the course of the regular season. Now, we do want him to play better, but... Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's just... Of course we want that, but, you know, if he's if he's struggling a little bit, he's going to work through it, he's going to get there. We know he's going to get there because we've seen it before, so. Wigs, my darling, I will always support you, beloved, okay? You just <laughs> keep going, keep going. I know you're going to get there. And And I really believe... You know, he's, you know, he's a good player, but he's a little bit reliant on Draymond, you know, on both ends to kind of help him get into that groove. I think like, right. defensively, obviously, Draymond makes everybody on the court better just by being on the court defensively. But on offense, Draymond is one of those guys that really looks for wigs, especially on that short roll, throwing the lobs to him. He threw a lob to him in, in transition, um, you know, the kickouts. There's a lot of stuff that Chris Paul can't see because he isn't, six seven like Draymond is so Draymond is he has that vision to see over the defense and make those extra passes to Wiggins for easy offense off of Steph and Clay's gravity so as Draymond gets into a better rhythm gets in shape plays more minutes plays next to Wiggins Wiggins will start Wiggins to look is better. gonna get better yeah I'm not worried all right it's time it's time it's time Shout out to the role players. Shout out to the second unit, the bench, all of y'all. Appreciate you. We're so proud of you. We're so happy. The vibes are back. It really, really. You make podcasting glorious because last year was hard, Justin. Last year was hard. We was caping all season. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> Okay, but at this time, we must switch gears. We must switch gears. And we must talk about the man of the hour, the MVP, the best player in the league, Stephen Curry, who was doing foolishness tonight on the the court, silliness tonight on the court, being an asshole tonight on the court. I mean... (laughs) Tonight Tonight and last night. That last shot. That last shot right before he was about to come out, like he saw the bench coming, like that was stupid. That was stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you really, there's no words. There's really no words to describe it. Dude. Like, it, it just looked fake. Like, <laughs> it really but looked like it was a video game. still have the, what are you doing, Steph? What? You know? And mm-hmm. then it goes in. Yeah. Like, I'm still amazed each time, Justin. It never gets old. It never will get old. It just makes you think, like, dang, like, he gonna retire one day. This is gonna suck. You know what I mean? Like, I'm you just gotta really so cherish it. Like, you gotta so really like, yeah. He's. I mean, he's one of the reasons why so many people even watch basketball and enjoy it. To players like him, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of players out there that are good, but they're not a good watch. 
No. You know what I mean? No. Like he's legitimately that good. He's as good as anybody ever. I don't care what nobody say. He's as good as anybody ever he's at any point in the history of Jordan. Hmm? I don't care. He's the second best after Jordan. Is Pete Jordan that much better than this right now? You know what I'm mean? just saying, but like no, I feel you. I feel you. Jordan MJ's unassailable, you know. Yeah, but yeah. His like, resume unassailable. But as a but player right like, now, he is, he is the second best player I have seen. For sure. With my own two eyes. Like I said, he just has to like resume build, but I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't give a fuck about LeBron. I don't give a fuck about and Magic is my guy. I don't give a fuck about Kareem. I, like Stephen Curry is the second best player since Michael Jordan. The best since Michael. The best since Michael Jordan. Second best player. Yeah. Ever. I'm on um, board. I'm on board. Dude is ridiculous. He throw anything up that should go in. Like <laughs> <laughs> when you got that quality, like what did Bill Russell say? The game is about buckets. Like when you can get buckets at that level from anywhere on the court, no matter what the defense is doing, falling out of bounds. Come on, man. People tell like, me all looks, this looks getting better. You are not better if you're not getting better results. Like, come on. Yeah. So just to recap, by the way. Um, in his last 37 minutes of basketball, he scored 56 points in 36. What are his stats on the season? Uh, I think Slater posted him. I want to say he's averaging 34 on like 56, 47, 92, something ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like people were talking about like, Luca. <laughs> people talking about Luca, and Luca's going crazy. But he ain't doing this, man. Luca never has stuff sufficiency, so never. Ever. So 33 and a half points per game on 56, 47, 92. And it's really it's only those numbers because the first game against Phoenix, he was kind of below his normal efficiency. The other three games, he's blistering. Like <laughs> and it's in low minute totals. Oh my god. Wardell. You know, say 56 points in 37 minutes of basketball. Oh, we're calling Trace Baby T, apparently. Baby T? That's hard. I like that. But they told him it go back to Trace after his first double double. He has 13 and 10 tonight. Draymond to him post game. Baby T, who? I'm a I'ma call him Baby T. <laughs> I like it. Baby T. It's funny. He's like nowhere near the youngest on this team. He's still, he got a baby. Oh, face. he said bad news. The statistician took away rebounds. So he only has nine now. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, nine. Dang. Seven offensive rebounds. I'm saying he's, he's cut from that loom cloth. He just does the little things, the in-between Thank things. you. Thank you, Steve. Steve Kerr. Last year was the outlier. We've always been a great road team. Exactly. Yep. Talk that talk. Talk that talk, Steven. <laughs> yeah, Baby T went to me. He going to crack in that rotation. He going to stay in the rotation, I think. Um, We still, like we said, we still got to see it against some elite, elite teams. That's like the next step. I think they've 
you know, proven to us so far that unless you're an actual really good team, they're probably going to beat you. I think that's their floor. That's why I think they're going to cruise to 50 wins. You know what I mean? Bet the over on their on their win total is an easy over. I think it was at 48 and a half. Easy over. Easy over. And I mean, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think this roster is probably better than the 22 roster. I already tweeted that. You did it? Mm-hmm. We here. We on the same. We're simpatico. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It's deeper. The middle of the roster is better, more talented. Um, nothing I'm else sorry. I'm here tweeting and taunting people. <laughs> I deleted my first tweet. And I'm revising it because I'm trying not to call people names, Justin. Okay. Yeah, turn over I did call them goofy, though. Exactly, goofies. People actually thinking they would have any issues this year on the road are very unserious people. <laughs> the first time I think I it was a lot of people projecting what they wanted to happen to the Warriors, <laughs> which, okay, that's cool. And then a lot of people who claim to know basketball don't really watch the Warriors a lot. They only watch them in the playoffs where they, quote unquote, struggled with the Kings. They really didn't. I think they were like one. Wiggins shot away from beating them in five games, but they lost to the Lakers. They were gassed. So that's the last image that people see in their minds. They're like, yeah, Steph isn't superhuman. Clay is bad. Draymond is not good. You know what I mean? The last image they saw of Chris Paul was him getting hurt in the playoffs and not being that good. So they're like, oh, these all these old dudes that can't even play good in the playoffs, they're not going to be good. When in reality, there was a very specific circumstances that led to them looking like that that are not going to be at play this season. You know, so it was pretty common sense, I felt like, to say they were going to be a good team. Like, I don't understand how people... No, it's not. We are just fans, and we are delusional, right. and we're biased, and we don't know. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're back here. We're back here. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. You know that song, Justin? Here we go. I knew you was going to say that. (laughs) But do you know the song, Justin? Yes, I know the song. Tony, Tony, Tony. I know that song. (laughs) It's crazy. You gotta give me benefit of the doubt next time. Do I? If I say I don't know that song, then then we, you know, you could be fronting. I gotta test you. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. <laughs> I know Tony Tony. Tony. <laughs> I mean, that's in a lot of this music is before your time, so I don't know. I don't know what you know. My parents raised me right. They they play me. My they parents. play music. You know, that was before my time. Catch me up to speed. <laughs> so you know in the good joints. Of course. Okay. You like that song? Yeah. Okay. I like that song. That's a really good song. Mm. Yeah, it's one of my faves. Woo. They rolling, they rolling. 
Um, De'Aaron Fox is out next game, which we expected, but it's been made official. Mm. It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. I really hope he's not out too long because I want him to get an all-star spot, and it's going to be critical. But right now he's competing with guys who are also out. Book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we should just very quickly talk about the Suns because – did you see them pictures today? Them, them video, that video today of Bradley Bill getting his shots up. He looked like Markel off the off the nerve injury. Look at what hurt. happened to him? I have no clue. He's always been kind of injury prone though, but the back thing is kind of new. So, I don't know. Book will probably be back soon, but the Bill thing that looked like. It's I still trying to figure out when Bill, when um, Booker got injured. I, they said he might have hurt his foot against the Warriors at some point and just played through it and then sat out for the other games. I don't know. Low key. I mean, KD obviously is injury prone, right? Through the last few years, he's only played like 40 games a year on average. Bill's low key injury prone and book is low key injury prone. Yeah. But just in general, KD's older. Like, yeah, you don't want to be older and he's clear on him. Yeah. But they're going to try to – I mean, it's the same thing with the Lakers and Braun. You got to lean on these dudes. Everybody talking about how talented their rosters are and how deep their teams are. But if either of those dudes go down, which is likely at some point because they're older, we're going to see what their teams look like. The Lakers aren't that good. <laughs> Let's see. Are they, are they playing the Magic right now? Magic right now. That's in L.A. though, right? Oh, they're in a dogfight with the Magic right now. It's in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Warriors won their last two games, counting tonight, on the road, back to back. Last game was versus Houston. Um, the highlight of that game was Stephen Curry <laughs> making Dylan Brooks jump and do aerobics into the air. <laughs> <laughs> He can't touch him. He never could. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if you want to get too deep into that game. I mean, it's just, it was actually kind of a weird game a little bit. Rockets were given a little fight. You know what I'm saying? And it was, like, really funny because it's literally almost like Steph does this thing where he just says, okay, it's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, He's level. Because mm-hmm. he was literally just sort of chilling. He wasn't being aggressive. He was just like passing. And it was mm-hmm. just like, and the thing about it, it's not like they had, like, I know sometimes when he does that, when like there's a big lead. Yeah. But it wasn't that. It was actually sort of close. And they didn't have like the great third quarter like they did tonight, you know? So, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, he just comes out just and hits what was it three threes, four threes in a row? Silliness. Silliness. Is he got it stuck on automatic right now? I don't know. Got nothing really else to say. Like I said, fifty six points in thirty seven minutes is insane. I want to say he's hit six or seven threes in like all three of the road games they've had. All three of these wins. And then we got a new Selly. <laughs> the home alone. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! He just brings that that entertainment, that flair that nobody else in the league 
brings you know, that kind of contagious energy. You know, that's why the brand of the Warriors, part of the reason why, I mean, other than the reason of them winning so much, you know, his energy on the court is entertainment for so many people. Yeah. It's grown, it's grown the brand to number one sports franchise in yep. American sports. Yep. And for NBA, value the most. I think they're over $9 billion now. Forbes, the most recent. At the top, above the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Above the Lakers. They had passed the Lakers a couple years ago, but the Knicks were still ahead of them. Not anymore. Insane to think about where they came from to be Our, to be there. Greg is saying, with respect to Booker, he was questionable for the Warriors game and gave it a go and re-aggravated the injury. Look, I want everybody to be healthy. So I hope Book gets back. I hope Bill gets going. I want Fox back soon. I want everybody healthy. Mm -hmm. Yep. I guess we can look ahead to the next slate of games. Yeah. But I I actually want to ask you about something that I didn't get to ask you about last time because I forgot. The Warriors have a spot to fill and they got to fill it quickly. And we thought they were going to do it with Rudy Gay. Do we still think it's going to be Rudy Gay and they're just waiting for the money savings? Because they haven't tested any other players that I'm aware of. Right. That's why I think it's going to be Rudy. And the way the guys have been speaking about him. or what he seems to be fitting in with everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think he can still play a little bit. You know, nights like this. Or, you know, back-to-back nights, stuff like that. He can go out there, give you 10 good minutes, play some defense, maybe hit a shot. You know, still got some size with him. Yeah, I think he can play a little bit. So I I think it's going to be him. They seem to be, you know, connected on that. Okay. Well, we're crossing our fingers for Rudy Gay and – Given thanks that it was not Dwight. (laughs) (laughs) Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. And not because we care at all about the man's sexual preferences. Um, I do not want any more players on the Warriors who are accused of sexual assault or anything else. And I mean, he just comes with drama and baggage. So bad vibes. um, Which we talked about, which we talked about. So. (sighs) <sighs> everything happens for a reason respect respect mike dunleavy yeah i saw you tweeted that I mike, you tweeted mike that. got a lot of flack this offseason in his first offseason obviously for trading a fan favorite in jordan Poole, but a lot of people didn't trust his roster building ability but clearly he may know a little something about what he's doing so. yeah, i, I can't I haven't had any problems with anything he did. I knew they were going to trade Jordan. The only thing I was like, we didn't need all the lies about, oh, you know, like just, we didn't need all that. He playing the game. He know how to play the game, I think. But it wasn't necessary to do that, is my point. Because like, true, like we all knew he was going to be traded. So it's just like, just trade him and like get it over with. But um. Yeah, I really, truly didn't have a problem with any of his moves. Um, And I sort of like that he doesn't feel overly attached to any of the guys who are currently on the team because 
he mm-hmm. won't let that affect his decision making which you know sometimes that does when you like have a bond with people and la 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 so um yeah. you know I wasn't a fan of him initially being the person going into that role but so far so far solid picks yeah hit on the draft yeah hit on the trades hit on the free agency it's a big three for gms so far it's so good with mike yeah yeah so rudy we think it will be and for anyone just fyi i'm not trying to like just gloss over the whole dwight thing if you that's something you're interested in or want to hear a conversation about it i had one my brother from another just on last friday y'all can go check it out got into it that's not the podcast for this this is not the podcast for that topic but i'm definitely glad that the warriors ended up not with dwight and unless there's some other secret person i'm not aware of rudy gay seems to be the guy mm-hmm. okay go rudy hope to see you soon So who do they have coming up next, Justin? They have Sacramento at home. No Fox. Um, then they have OKC. I think that's the start of the in-season tournament. Great. Yeah, so what does that actually mean? The what? The in-season they, tournament. I think it's five games. No, it's not. I think the 12th is the start when they play Minnesota twice and then Oklahoma City twice. I'm no, not really... I think it's the Kings. I think that's right. The Kings? I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So well, whatever. But what does that mean that it's starting? That's my question. They they go through the tournament, right? Like I think they Well, aren't these just regular games? Well, the yeah, the regular games, I mean the tournament games are regular season games. It's like if you win your pool or whatever whatever it is if you win that then you play championship or something like that like you just play an extra game care about this uh, yeah i guess they're gonna try to get people to care about it i don't <laughs> they're also going back to the east west format for the all-star thoughts on that i didn't think they needed to do that and i think the west is going to destroy the east like it was doing for years when they had this format um but then again, I don't know. Embiid, Giannis over there, Dame's over there now, Tatum's over there. But I mean, I guess they just—I mean, I think they should just find some better ways to incentivize the players to play harder. You know, like just say—I don't know. I—I'm not really sure how they can do that, but I didn't have an issue with the pickup format. I think it was kind of cool because you can just mix and match and stuff like that. I also like the draft. Yeah, the draft was cool too. I mean, they try to, I guess, protect guys' feelings by, you know, not have them be the last pick and all that type of stuff. It's like you're an all star. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like being you're the last, last pick, pick of the all stars. Yeah, like bro, what? Somebody got to be the last pick anyway. Like east to west, I guess it's cool. I would love to see them let them wear their actual team jerseys for 
uh, All Star game again. Just just once. I think that might look cool. I do believe the Timberwolves allowed Atlanta to come back on them tonight. Is that correct? They did. And that's why I can ever take the Timberwolves seriously. They're just not a very smart basketball team. Yeah. They, that's why I've never taken them seriously. Yeah. I mean, when your best players are a certain age, you just know, you know, they're going to have, they're not going to be like the most serious team. Those teams usually don't win yet. You know, Ant-Man is still another leap away from being that type of player. So. All right. We're back to the schedule. They play the Kings. Then they play OKC in OKC. Um, Cleveland in Cleveland, and then Detroit back to back. Cleveland and Detroit, and then they play Denver. I actually think they can put together a little streak before they get to Denver, but obviously they gotta do it first. Denver's in Denver, right? It's at Denver. Denver is at Denver, and it would be the third game in four nights. So not looking. Great from a um they're gonna get up for that game though. I feel it. Yeah. They're gonna want to and they'll have two nights off after that game. So I think they'll they'll try to go for it for sure. Yeah. I hope they do. It'll be a good measuring stick mm-hmm. for them. Okay. Well, we move. We should be four and oh, but we three and not three and one. No. Well, we moved though. We moved. It's the same vibe as the 2022 where they they started with 18 and they should have been 19 and one. <laughs> they should have been 20 and 0. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they lost like two close games. They should have been 20 and 0. So it's that same. We thing. move, baby. We move. Still move. All right, guys. As always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you felt the vibes through the audio, wherever you're listening. If you're watching on video, you got a little dance from Justin. So if you're normally listening, you may want to check out the video because it's really vibes over here, you know? So all just aside, thank you so much. Thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate y'all. Make sure you are following at Golden Spaces Pod on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter. Give us a follow. Um, make sure you tell your friends and your family, share, leave a review that's positive, give us a five-star rating, follow 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel where you can be updated on new episodes of Golden Spaces because that's where our shows appear. Uh, Until next time, and the next time will be after the next game, but until next time, take care, y'all.